Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Leadership Lean In podcast. We are grateful that you have joined us today. I'm going to jump right into the content in just a second. First things first, I want to say thank you to everybody that has shared Leadership Lean In, posted about it, putting out the quotes. It means the world to myself and our team that is here at Zoe Church. And uh, so thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment. We are uh, a, a growing podcast. We even started, we did a conference. Can you believe it, people? We turned a podcast into a conference, and thank you to everybody that participated in the Leadership Leaning Conference. That was our first one. It will not be our last one. We are definitely running that back and doing it again. Thank you to our sponsors, Divine Persuasion. Thank you to Child Fund. Thank you to Altruia. All of our sponsors, all of our speakers, everybody, Leadership Leaning, the conference was fantastic. Also, uh, I want to let you know we are sending out every week a leadership email. Subscribe uh, to our leadership email, once a week email uh, on my Instagram. You can go on our link tree and uh, hit subscribe to that. We'll send you an email, a thought a week. And uh, and we're up in the content here on Leadership Leading the Podcast. So we're going to do different forms, different variations. This is our first one in this format, in this style. And I want to talk to you today around the subject of pillow talk. First of all, do you have a good pillow? There's nothing worse than when you're trying to go to bed and you got that flat, nothing's in their pillow, or on the contrary, the one that's too big and you're trying to put your head down. It's like, this is the, you need a good pillow. I want to talk about pillow talk and what I believe could explode your life in growth if you steward this well, or it could absolutely destroy your future as a leader. And that is the power of pillow talk. Pillow talk, of course, what I'm referring to is your deepest secrets, the real conversations of your life, in particular, especially for those of you who are married with your spouse. Now, remember, your spouse could be the greatest blessing or the greatest burden in your life. There is a lid to every leader, and one of the lids that happens to so many leaders is people that don't steward their pillow talk well. In other words, my spouse, my beautiful wife, her name is Julia. If I just, you know, just puke, spew, spill out all my garbage and issues with others and all the toxicity on her, she's going to wear my offenses. She's ride or die. She's going to, she's going to burden those, carry those burdens with me. So I got to be careful with my pillow talk to be even in my home Love this. Even in my house, edifying, encouraging, building up. Pillow talk, if not stewarded well, I have seen it take out the best leaders. The great, remember it says in Proverbs chapter seven, it says all that were slain by her, talking about actually, you know, being seduced, all who were slain by her were strong men. I have found so many strong leaders lose their life to the inability to lead the most important relationships. And the most important relationships are those that are closest to you. So I want to encourage you. I'm talking about pillow talk. The hardest person to lead is yourself. You conquer that. In, the, in, in our book, Help I Work With People, the whole first section is about leading yourself really, really well. 
After leading yourself really well, I find this relationship, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, to be the second most important relationship. Because if this goes sideways, if this goes toxic, good luck, buddy. It is tough work recovering your life if you can't, maybe you can lead yourself well, but if you can't lead in your home well, leadership gets really, really hard. Samson had to discover this the hard way. Where did Delilah pull out his best? Where did Delilah get to the core of who he was? It was pillow talk. It was in the quietness of their bedroom. It was in the secret of who he really was. You've got to guard your mouth, guard your heart, guard your life really, really well. And then out of here can come strength and explosive growth. Lead yourself well, lead your home well, you could lead others well. I'm going to give you three things to write down if you're taking notes. Because I find so many people, I love this, so many people that listen to the podcast, I see them on their plasmas or on their computer screen, and they're taking notes. So I'm going to give you three things to write down today. Number one, guard your mouth. Guard your mouth. Guard your words. One of my favorite scriptures, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be holy and acceptable before you. You've got to guard your mouth. By the way, the Bible teaches us that where there is a lot of words, there is a lot of sin. You don't find someone that talks all dinner, all night, all the time, and, um, and it hasn't made a lot of mistakes. So you got to guard your mouth. You got to put a guard around it. You got to really guard your words and make sure they're encouraging, life-giving, uplifting. Make sure they're words that, you know, someone told me recently, you got to always talk like you are being recorded for the news. You never know what's going to be repeated. You never know what somebody else is going to say. You got to just always kind of treat yourself like a statesman. And most people, because they get home and they, you know, are just totally vulnerable, they don't realize I got to actually train my muscle to guard my mouth in my home. Job. I love Job. David also says this. Job and David. They said, I will not look at anything vile in my own home. What a powerful statement. I'm not going to look at anything inappropriate. Why don't you also make the value? I'm not just going to not watch bad things. I'm going to not say things that could destroy my spouse, destroy my future, destroy my relationships. In fact, write down number two, guard your home. Your home. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I love this thought. What, what's, what's Joshua saying here? Whatever we do, we do together. So my house is serving God. It's not that I build church, we build church. It's not that I'm serving God. No, we're all, our house is serving God. So I got to guard my house. Uh, a great scripture, in my opinion, Song of Solomon, catch for us the little foxes, the little foxes that spoil the whole vineyard. Why is this so important? Because it's little things that can creep into your home and steal your house's joy, steal your home's unity and harmony, steal your home's peace. You got to guard your house. Now, I don't know what kind of family you are. We are a ring app family. In fact, the other day, someone that comes to our house frequently was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sure you heard me say it. And I said, what happened? They came to our house. They dropped some stuff. They said a naughty word and they knew they had been caught on my ring app camera. And I was like, no, 
The battery just died. I missed out on your failure. I wish I could have seen it. But we are guarded by the Ring app. What does that say? It says we put a guard on our home that no one can just come in and steal things and mess with our house. The same way that you need a Ring app at your physical house, you need to be a leader that can guard your home. I'm talking about pillow talk today because I got to guard my house from offense, bitterness, envy, discord. I got to guard my house from things that can mess with the momentum of my house. I love out of help. I work with people. We made a hoodie that said, don't break my stride. You can't break your stride. You got to keep going. And the way we guard our house is we guard our mouth. We guard our thoughts. We guard our hearts. And it actually puts a protection around our home. This is our home will not be infiltrated with not just perverse things. Our home will not be infiltrated with things that don't matter. We're going to get the essentials down. We're going to put God first. We're going to put each other's first. I teach my boys. My boys are two, four, and six. They're about to be three, five, and seven. I teach my boys. Family comes first. The other day we're in the van. I said, boys, what comes first? And my about to be seven-year-old goes, Jesus. And I was like, okay, you're right. But after that, what comes first? And they're like, family, family comes first. So we're going to guard our mouth and guard our homes. And the third one, guard your relationships. Let me just read this. Proverbs 16, 29, a perverse man sows strife and a whisperer separates the best of friends. Your relationships are so critical. Your friendships are so important to your future. You've got to guard your relationships. Don't leverage your relationships. Don't be a taker in your relationships. Be someone that wants more for people than from people. Guard your relationships. A couple years ago, I, I was wanting to invite a, a, a worship guest to come and lead worship at Zoe. So I text a friend that I know knows the person. I don't know this person yet. And so I said, hey, can I get so-and-so's number? And they text back a brilliant text. They said, you know what? To be honest, no, I can't give you this number. I have maintained in my world healthy relationships for over 25 years. And part of the reason why I have healthy relationships is I don't give people's numbers out. You ever get a text from somebody and you're like, how in the world did so-and-so get my phone number? And they come to find out it was this friend that took the liberty of giving that person your phone number. Has this happened to you? Don't do that to your friends. Guard your relationships. How do you guard your relationships? You guard your mouth. They say, I'm not going to spread gossip, spread discord. I'm not going to talk behind people's backs. A shallow leader is always talking about people and a mature leader is always talking about ideas. So what do you want to be? A mature leader that's talking about innovation, creativity, what we could do, possibility? Or do you want to just sit around and talk about others? You know, they got a problem. They're facing this. They're, you in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. So you got to make the decision. What do you want to be known for? I would rather have the reputation that I have great pillow talk and out of the discipline and the muscle I've developed here, I use it with all my relationships. It's not that just that I guard my spouse. It's that I guard all my friends. The other day I was texting with somebody 
And I had to have a confrontational conversation. And so I was talking to this person about some really important issues. And so another friend of mine knew that I was having this conversation. And they said, what did, how did it go? What did you say? And then they said, what did you say about me? And I said, about you? I said nothing about you. Because I, my job is to guard you. My relationships can only flourish at the level that I protect them and I invest into them. So three quick things with pillow talk. Guard your mouth. Guard your house. Guard your relationships. Put a protection. Part of being a great leader is that everyone around you feels safe. You do that. This will get really easy. Your pillow talk could explode your life with growth. Happy, wholesome, excited. Your pillow talk could sabotage your future. Be encouraged. The best is yet to come. We believe in you. We're for you. We're with you. Thank you for checking out this edition of the Leadership Lean In Podcast. We'll see you soon.